When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Makes a pitch throw, and now he's wrapped up. Ball's loose on the deck, and the birds have it. Play action, throwing underneath into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Everyone, it's head coach Brock Spack. Go your Redbirds. Live from Schooners, this is the Brock Spack Show. Presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. And welcome to Schooners at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington for yet another edition of the Brock Spack Show presented by Bud Light. We talk Redbird football until 7 o'clock and take a look ahead to this Saturday's pivotal Missouri Valley Football Conference matchup against the Panthers of Northern Iowa. Alongside former Redbird assistant coach Ted Schmitz, our on-site producer Greg Holbleib and Jake Fogel back in our network studios of WJBC. This is John Fitzgerald as we welcome in the winningest head coach of Redbird football history, Coach Brock Spack. Coach, how are we doing tonight? Doing good. Looking forward to another big-time football game. Another week, another tall task. <laughs> Every <laughs> week, right, Coach? Another ball game that has huge implications right. for the postseason playoffs. Yes, it does. And uh, a good football team, a, a coach I really respect a lot, and uh, – program that's been good for a long long time back in the day when I was a young coach over there in Pantherland where you're from right um, you know it was called the Gateway Conference and uh, and these guys have been really good since then and, and even before then so uh, they have a long history of good football program and uh, and coach Farley's been there a long time he's a he's a Panther himself and uh, 
Um, we've had some great games against each other, and uh, really have a lot, I, I really have a lot of respect for him and what he what they do there. So um, they're a good team, very good team, and we're going to have to be very very good to, to win the game. It's, it's probably looking in the same. Very almost like in the mirror of the same team we played last week. Yeah, they very, look about the same, don't they? Very similar. Same kind um, of offense. Yep. Defensively, they might be a little better uh, in certain spots, right. you know, and um, in certain spots. But uh, right. um, but they they're they're very very similar. And got to both have very good quarterbacks, good backs. These guys have two big backs that are that are playing well, and, uh, and they got they're they're very good at wide out. You know you know you. Ted, they've always been good, especially right. you know at at, uh, at at the skill positions. You know that, and uh, just a really talented team. So we'll we'll have our hands full, and uh, but we look forward to it. That's, what, that's why we're in this league. You got them the last two years now, Coach. You know that was a heck of a win up there last year. Yeah, we played a win up there. Yeah, you beat them up there, and uh, yeah. uh, beat them here a year before. But uh, you know it's a new year. So every <laughs> every time you play these guys, you got your hands <laughs> full no matter what. I always think you know I watch tape and say, well, they don't look quite that. You know, that big, that yeah, good. Yeah, then, then and they show up. Oh, and then they show up, and they and they come out for pregame. I'm kind of excited. I bounce out there, and I look at them. I said, I get depressed. I said, I thought these guys weren't as good-looking teams as they were last year, and they're even better looking. This is one of the best-looking teams in the in Missouri Valley. They look, they look the part. You know, they they play the part. They're, they're, they're a good-looking football team. So... A lot of returners from last year, yep, too. Yep, a lot of returners, a lot of, uh, lot of guys. But that's going to be us next year. Yeah, I know. We're going to have Ten all and nine, boys, yeah, right. if they all don't go in the portal. Yeah, they're, but, but I think I don't 19, think they will. 19, that's awful. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But be pretty forward. cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But let's finish this one out. Yeah, let's, right. Let's we got to the, we let's, play, let's gotta, get to the playoffs, huh? four more. Yeah, there you go. we got to get to the playoffs. Win this one. Let's got to win this one game. Got to win one more game. Win this one. The Brock's Back Show, presented as always by the great taste of Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Coming up on the show tonight, we'll take a look back at Saturday's loss in Northeast Ohio to Youngstown State. Look ahead a little bit more to the Panthers of UNI. Our student-athlete spotlight segment, the leading receiver in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, sophomore wide receiver Daniel Sopkowitz will stop by. That's part of our student-athlete spotlight segment, presented by the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson Real Estate Team from REMAX Rising as well as your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, our special guest tonight, Redbird women's head basketball coach, Kristen Gillespie, will join us. And we'll also take your questions for the head coach in our final segment, either on our Facebook stream or come on up and drop off your question during a commercial break. But, Coach, let's go back to last Saturday at Youngstown. A three-point loss, a disappointing loss to the Penguins on their home field. But I think when you look at the numbers on that, probably looked at some of the film, this club, especially on the offensive end, really continued to make strides. Yeah, our, our offense played really well in the game. And uh, and I think Tony came out of the game somewhat disappointed, thought they could score more. You know, and you know, he's a he's a uh, demanding guy and expects excellence. And our, our team is starting to get better, particularly offensively. And, our throwing game is, is getting to a point where I was hoped it would be, and, uh, and Zach's had a good season. And of course, you have Daniel here today, and I think that's why there's so many people here. We got Daniel, right. a good-looking guy, and I think <laughs> I think all these they wanted to see all him. these ladies are here to see Daniel. <laughs> I agree. Look how handsome, young, handsome lad that he is. Look at he's he's actually very shy, and so I'm trying to loosen it up for him. But he, I don't think he's buying it. He's blushing. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to blush. His face is matching the shirt he, right I now. I think he might leave. <laughs> I think he's scared. Well, then you're going to have to fill that segment. <laughs> no, no, he's going to do great. But, yeah, Daniel, Daniel's had a great le- year for us, and 
Um, he's got another year here, and he's going to be a great player, and uh, we're, we're real excited about that because um, this guy's this guy has taken off, and uh, he's done amazing things. A former walk-on player here, and hard to believe. Hard that, to believe this Hard to age. believe. Hard to believe this guy was a walk-on. I, I remember watching the tape with uh, uh, C.J. Irvin, who was the one who found him, and brought in the tape. I said, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, why does he have a scholarship? <laughs> Must and I, I don't know. Some but, warts, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we, we took him, and, boy, he's, he's every bit as good as we thought, and he's, he's just gotten better and better, and now he's on a full scholarship, and uh, he's, doing, he's doing a great job for us. Most receptions in the Valley, 92.7 receiving yards a game. That's top of the Valley. And also ten receive. I'm sorry, seven receiving touchdowns on the year. That's also tops in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. He's been really a one-man wrecking crew in that receiving core, and has been Mr. Consistency. He's got a reception in every game he has put on a uniform. Right, and I make fun of Daniel. You know, he's a really handsome guy, and uh, I make fun of his looks. I said, "You're just, <laughs> you're just too pretty to be a great player. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're uh, tough enough." And uh, he's every bit as tough enough. He's. He's fought through some stuff, and, uh, you know, he's, he, he's been gimping around a couple times this year, but he's, he gets out there on Saturday, sure don't know it, and uh, he's, he's done a great job for us, and uh, love him to death. He's doing got, a great job. you got a nice family. His brother helped you a little bit a couple of years ago, a little defensive lineman, that Max. Played, yeah, played Max. Played a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he yeah was, good player. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and some other siblings we'll ask him about. Uh, Max is bigger, but he's better looking. Yeah, this guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Max was all right. He was a defensive lineman. You can't be good looking if you're a defensive lineman. But coach. Big, he was a pretty good looking dude. Now he's strapped up. And he's he's <laughs> okay. a 250 pound dude. He was pretty big. Yeah. Nice, Max, nice not, not not quite the athlete this guy is. No, this no, guy's, no, this guy's no, a pretty good athlete. No, no, no. Last Saturday, a really entertaining game for the fans. Not for sure me. Not on the sidelines. Nope. I understand that. Nope, nope, nope. But I like him 10 to 7. <laughs> you do. Not 47 to 46. But. Back and forth, you guys that went kind of game. as you headed down the home stretch. There were a couple different times before Youngstown State's winning field goal that you guys really had your back against the wall a little bit and were able to answer. And I All thought right. that was incredibly telling about the character of this team. Yeah, I thought I thought we did a lot of good things. You know, we, we came up with a stop when we had to get one. Uh, we, 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 we scored when we had to score. Our, our kicker continues to get better. He had know, a great he, day. He, he, kicked, he kicked some very good classic, I mean, some – some brutal uh, yeah. pressure, so pressure, kick. pressure kicks, and the punting was really good. Yes. You know, he punted the ball and uh, pinned him deep a few times, and he and he, he got beat up consistently. Yeah, he got hit a lot. Now his he's he's playing with a rod in his leg. Right. I mean, he's he already has, a little bit. Fragile. Yeah, he's got a rod in his shin, and from a from a stress fracture from a year ago. So that gets that gets, can get awful sore, and get, and we have to watch his pitch count him and, and mm-hmm. what you would do in baseball. That kind of pitch count him in practice, so we don't we don't irritate it, and because he gets sore during the game, he got hit right on that right, right twice. Right. I mean, twice, and uh, and, f- and finally got a, a 15 yarder, which was was huge. But um, yeah, he played really well. So a lot, he, a lot of big plays and a lot of clutch plays. The quarterback played well. The, the running the running back, the running game was 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 good. I thought we played one of our better games up front. We protected the quarterback well. That was one of the best defensive fronts we've seen. You know, I'm going to tell you that. Well, they were State's really good, good against the run. They are very Going good. Going into that ball they're, game, they're really good. They're very good up front. And they're, and I thought we blocked them pretty good. You know, we you know we had our moments uh, where we made a mistake or two. But 
I thought that was one of the better better efforts, but I think our offensive line is starting to get better. Yeah. Well, you guys ran for 224 yeah. rushing yards yeah. against a really good defensive front. Yep, we and, ran, ran the ball well. And they, they, they and one of the teams they played was Ohio State, who did not have a great game running against them. They, they you know, decent. I think yours was better. Yeah, we ran better than the Buckeyes. You, you, you did. Better watch out. You did. You did. Well, and Southern Illinois only ran for about six yards against them. I think. Who's that? Southern Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, they got. They got. They got. They, yeah, they three run, points. Yeah, they got three points, and they, yeah, they got. Well, we can't kind of know why they only ran for three yards. Right. I know. Right. Keep we, that between me we and keep you. It, we'll keep it down. Here. Yeah. We'll keep <laughs> the, uh, down on that. When you when you take a look at the score, people might think, "Boy, high scoring game," and there were a communication issue defensively here and there that led to a couple of big plays for Youngstown. But More it, than just that, bro. It wasn't, it <laughs> yeah. wasn't really. Missed, missed it, tackles and well, not getting off that, the clock. That's what I was going to get at. It, was, it wasn't the scheme as much as it was just almost maybe a learning opportunity for the guys about how hard it is to wrap up at this level. I thought we learned that already from South Dakota State. <laughs> right. Remember I said you can learn all you can have to learn after one loss. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I uh, – you know, we have six freshmen right now that are playing pretty consistently on defense. They're getting a lot of playing time, maybe maybe even up to seven sometimes. But uh, we, we've – we count special teams. But we, we've had – they're, they're, they're going to be a really good group. Uh, but our front guys are – you know, they're holding in up. But, man, I, I, I didn't think they played this well this long. You know, because now you're at this time of the year where even 22-, 23-year-olds are going, boy, this is – Kind of tough. You're tired. Yeah, right. you're, you're tired. You're wore down, and we have to be careful what you do in practice. I get all that stuff, but um, I, it kind of showed up a little bit Saturday. I thought a yes. couple guys that have been playing very well, yes. you know, for sure. young players, you know, had some tough moments. I won't say they had a bad game, but they had some tough moments where I thought the they, same thing. They, they couldn't get a guy in the ground. They couldn't, you know, they didn't have enough oomph to get to stop a, another yard to keep them short of a first down, and, or just. Uh, a, a play that should have been a, a two-yard gain turned into a 20-yard gain because we didn't fit it right or we fell off a block or fit the block wrong. You know, just just little things that, that add up against a good team. So I, I, there was a lot of that Saturday. You know, and your third defense. Your third quarter was really good, Coach. Do you know that they had 34 yards of total offense in the third quarter? I did not know that. And, and I look I leave at this kind of you. stuff. Yeah, I know you, you're good at it. I like it. And, yeah. and you played very well. And even the, everybody thinks it was all the run game. It was three big pass plays in that first half that yeah. cost you. And I know, guy, just let a guy go and well, broke coverage or whatever get, you want to call it. You know, let's be honest. When, when someone runs, runs the ball for 10 yards against us, everybody throws a conniption. Yeah. And they think, well, this, <laughs> this is the hell is freezing over. Because the last you know, six we, years, we, we don't do happened. that. Right, right. We don't do that. You know, we don't give up runs like that. Well, we don't, but we did. And, uh, but the big passes, you are exactly right. Right. That's what beat you. you, that, you if you can't stop the deep ball, you cannot win. I mean, you will not win. And uh, we got beat uh, three times. We lost. One was just because we lost a, lost a receiver on a scramble. Right. You know, and uh, that cannot happen. And we had three big plays. Yes. And, and you know, at least you, know, you, you, want, you want to be able to keep the ball in front of you. That was one of our goals, and we didn't get that done early in the game. And they take those out, you know, we obviously it would have been a different game. But we, we gave Absolutely. But we, but we gave them up. I mean, you can't take them out because it happened. And. Um, that's that's a learning that's a learning process. The second half, you did a good job. Your third quarter was really good, and I think you're right. Then in the fourth quarter, I thought some of your people 
that maybe say at linebacker even may have gotten a little bit tired. Right. And, but when you're playing a fast-paced offense and they don't, you know, you, but you were keeping the ball. They can't blame it for that. But, I mean, it's been going on now for a couple months, and, and they're getting a little bit tired. Yep. And, you know, we're trying to rotate guys in there. Right. But, but you know, the, we rotate a freshman with another freshman. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's kind of the way it is right now for us on defense. But um, it's going to be it's going to be pretty rosy next year on defense. But uh, I think I think this – our, our kids will bounce back this 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 weekend, and they'll play better. I, I just I just got a feeling that they were they're disappointed in their in their in their performance on defense, and and they're better than that. And they know that. And uh, we have really good coaches. We have you know very good very good plan, and uh, we'll 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 play we'll play better this weekend. We'll take our first break of the night. We'll have more with head coach Brock Speck of the Brock Speck Show, presented by Bud Lights. Right after this timeout, it's on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock Spack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. When you're in the mood for a cheeseburger, you've got options. Cheddar, Swiss, Gouda, Pepper Jack. But when it comes to choosing your seed corn brand, well, you have fewer to choose from each year. That's why Wiffles Hybrids is determined to keep giving growers an independent choice. A choice that stands for something. So plant your independence with Wiffles Hybrids. And top it with a big old slice of American. Hear the roar of the crowd, or is that the roar of your stomach? Stay focused on the game and beat your hunger with Avanti's. From gondolas, pizza, pasta, and salads to fresh-made full Italian feasts, Avanti's can satisfy your cravings. Whether it's pre-game fuel or post-game dinner, the next time hunger attacks, order Avanti's online for carryout or delivery. At the home of the gondola, Avanti's. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm personal price plan, but what's with the oversharing? Like this voicemail from Leah. Jake from State Farm, listen, so sometimes I like to nibble on licorice and pretend I'm a teeny mouse chewing through wires. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Brock Spag Show presented by Bud Light. We're here at Scooters at 810 East Grove Street until 7 o'clock talking Redbird football. And coach, we talked about it last week a little bit, but heading down the home stretch last Saturday in October coming up. And the most important thing is a really meaningful game is on tap. Yeah. That's where you want to be. Yeah, we put ourselves in good position for that. And um, I just want our team to play really well. You know, I, I don't want to. I, I, I want to be mis- try to be as mistake-free as we can be and uh, eliminate penalties and turnovers and that kind of thing. Uh, we've been protecting the ball pretty well the last, last few games, and uh, I want to keep that going. And, and we haven't been penalized too bad. Uh, I don't know how many penalties we had last week, but uh, we've been doing pretty good penalty-wise. Yeah, you've been doing very well. Very I think, good. Yeah, I think we're you're usually, one of the best in the league. Yeah, we're, one, we're usually pretty good there. But um, you just don't want to beat yourself. It's the first axiom of winning. You don't beat yourself, and that's how you do it is penalties and and turnover. So we want to do that, and then just keep just get just keep getting better fundamentally, and uh, and, and executing our, our system. People look at rankings; those come out on a weekly basis, and those are, to be perfectly honest with you, all over the board, depending upon what you look at. And I think some people still get votes for past performances and years past because of their name and recent success. But when it comes down to it, you guys are in a situation where you almost hold your playoff possibility in your own hand oh we do you know we, we you know, i always like to think you hold that in your hand and uh that's going to be up to us and uh you know we have to perform and, and do well and i don't want to hear about officiating and calls and all that kind of crap it's a you know I, I, our team hears me say this a lot to them this is a f- football is a, is a is a player's game and i think coaches get too much credit when we win and i think players and coaches get too much of the blame when we lose and now we we're, we get paid for that, but this comes down to players, and um, players make plays. And you, as a player, your your responsibility is to make sure you're ready to play every Saturday, uh, and your preparedness, what you do, you know, off away from the field, how you how you hydrate, how you how you, uh, how, you how you handle your nutrition, how you rest. You know, college kids never sleep, and you got you got to rest, and then how you handle your your homework and all the other things you're trying to trying to. Uh, to to uh, to deal with uh, is important, but and, and our football team is really important. So you you got a lot invested in, uh, in how you practice. So uh, that's that's what that's what I want. I want I want our team to continue to take another step and get, get, keep getting better. As you look ahead to Northern Iowa this week, and then you'll turn the page for the next opponent, which is going to be at Missouri State, and so on and so on down the stretch. Are you at the point in the season where it is important to know Northern Iowa? and what they bring to the table, but it's really more important to figure out you guys and to execute your stuff? I think that's always the case. It's always about us and, and, and what we do well, and you got to emphasize the things that you do really well. You know, I, I, I tell players this all the time, well, I'm, if you're really strong, get stronger because that's, 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 that's one of your attributes. That's why you're playing. If you're really fast, get faster because that's why you're playing. That's a skill. If you can really catch the ball, catch it even better. And, you know, whatever you're, whatever you do well, make sure that's what you do really, really well. And, and keep. And, and obviously, you want to make things that you're not very good at better. But 
you're on the field for a reason, and and that and you got to figure what that. And we we should under, we should have an idea what that is, and we got to get better at that as we go through the season because that's what you're there to do. You know, coach, you don't like to blame officials, but I got Then I'll get off of uh, Youngstown. That that's like if, if we're in the Big Ten, I've been fine. I lost half <laughs> uh, my salary. I'm sorry, but I, I you don't have to say anything. So but that official missed the call. That game should have been in overtime. Everybody needs to know that the official missed the call and that. Uh, fourth down play that they got in field goal range. I mean, he missed it. It was right in front of everybody. It was right in front but, of me. Yeah. And, and then, I, I told the guy. Yeah. He, they, they had a, their, their receiver before they broke out and, and, and shifted, the receiver moved. Right. And it's called, it's called uh, uh, a, 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 an offsides. <laughs> uh, and so, so he, he didn't understand what offsides means. Wow. A procedure wow. or a procedure penalty. And – Apparently, in offensive football now, they're allowed to be moving towards the line of scrimmage. They're allowed to be covering up the end man line of scrimmage. You can't go forward, Coach. That's well, they, Canada. Well, that's what I see it's now. It's the arena league. Yeah. That's what the they arena, do. yeah. They never call that. But if you put a fake in, you know, you know what I hear from officials when I say, we got a fake and this is what it is? Well, now, Coach, you have to be perfect on this now. <laughs> I said, well, don't, doesn't the offense always have to be perfect? So apparently they don't, though, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they did not call that. We, right. And they called us offsides when we were yes. never on defense, and yes. we never. And you didn't, you didn't, go, you didn't that, even approach the middle. It wasn't even close. No, it was that. Anyway, and we'll get, to Northern, we'll get to Northern Iowa, Coach. Tell it's us a little bit about game. that quarterback that transferred from Michigan State and those running backs they got now. You got, you got pretty tough. Yeah, the, the quarterback's a very good player. He was an all-conference player a year ago. Uh, First big, team. Big, strong-arm guy, can th- really throw it. Um, and uh, it looks like, a, looks like a guy who played at Michigan State. And then uh, the two tailbacks, um, one kid is uh, from, from K- Kansas. They moved him to defense. He was playing linebacker. Right, he, right. Played, he played running back last year. They moved him to defense, and he, they got banged up at that position. Number two's out last week. He's back this week for him. I think he's from uh, UTSA. Yeah. One and two were out. They right. lost the transfer, Bay Bowie, from Eastern Illinois, right. who was their number one. He's out for the year. Right. And Ty Edwards is the transfer out of UTSA. That's, right. He was, they're he's hoping six, they four, get him back. He's 6'4", 235. Woo. And, wow. and he, he's back. He'll be back. We're going to plan on that. And the other guy is, is, is six two and a half, you know, 230, 235 as well. And he's, he's from University of Kansas. And he rushed for 180 yards last week. And he looked. I don't know why he. I mean, I have to. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Coach Farley why is he playing offense first. I, you must have been loaded at running back, my God. Yeah. Because that kid is a really good player. So they got two big backs that we're going to have to that are transfers that we're going to have to try to tackle and get them on the ground. Got to so. get more than one guy there today to do it. The Saturday coach. Yeah, we got to get got to yeah. get eleven hats and a ball and then, uh, and then and then they're very good at receiver. Like they always are. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they always have good receivers. And it helps with a good quarterback. And Theo Day is, at least numbers-wise, the best quarterback in the conference. Although Zach's moving up that list quite rapidly, I think, over the last couple weeks. Theo's got great arm strength. His numbers have been good last couple years at UNI. But you guys really caused a lot of havoc on him last year in your win in the Dome in Cedar Falls. They hit on one big play, I believe, was a 40, 50-yard touchdown pass to that Sergio Maranci wide out. Right. But other than that, you got a lot of pressure on him. I don't remember that play, but that's good. I'm glad I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, you, yeah, but you're right. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, the, the quarterback has been really, really good, and we got after him pretty good last year. Made that, you know, we had some big sacks in the last yeah. drive and, uh, to end the to game. To seal that away. Right. So I think Zeke had, had one of them right, right, the right. last one there. Right, he had the last one. Yeah, a really big, big sack. 
And you did it the year before. Same right. thing, Coach. Both yep. last two years. Well, yeah. And uh, hopefully again. Hopefully again. We'll see. There you go. Three uh, in a row. It'll be a big, very interesting game. He's he's a very good player. Uh, like him a lot, but I like our quarterback a lot too. I think our guy's really good. And, really good. And I, w- I wish he was would have been here all four years, five years, and because uh, he would have he'd have been he'd have pushed Matt Brown. Yes, right the now. records would have yeah, been would have been, been changed. It'd been interesting. It would have. Yeah, Matt Matt was a great player. Love Matt, and uh, but that would have been interesting. Um, we'll, we'll be a great quarterback matchup on Saturday. It sure. will be, no really doubt. Be. It'll be very, very good. And last week was a good one. I think the kid at Youngstown's a really good player. Without a doubt. I think he's really good. And he's a big, strong arm guy. He runs a little better, probably. But um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. I guess I give this guy the, the edge a little bit on the on the, on the yeah. on down the field. Right. I would give him the edge on running. You know, he's a yeah. The young runner. Youngstown guy, yeah. the better runner. This guy's a pure thrower. Yeah. They're both about the same size. They're both big right. kids, and um, both but, these quarterbacks look like. Like Division One quarterbacks. Sure. Yes, yeah, and the fans are going to see a great game though. With uh, if they like to see good quarterbacks, come on out. Usually Saturday. this game is a is a 10-7-14-10, you know, seven to three. In the past. In the past, I don't think it's not, going to not, be not that. this time. Not I, this time. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it probably look. We'll, I'll be shocked. Yeah. Well, you know, we got we two we got two good quarterbacks. You could tell right away. You know, thinking about that, uh, an offensive game, right away in in, in a game. How easy both teams scored. Yes. I, this is going to be a track meet. Yeah. And, and yeah. sure enough, it was. I was last week. and We called uh, it. Yeah, we, we, we had a hard time. Both, both teams had a hard time slowing the other one down. You know, only, one, only thing slowed slow the other team down was themselves. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like, we called it a shootout. And the clock <laughs> ran yeah. out of time. Yeah. I, that's what I told our team at, at the end of the game. I said, fellas, you didn't lose the game. You just ran out of time. Yeah. It should have been an overtime, time. Coach. It should have been a two-point conversion. Whether you got it to win or lose, that would have been it. We would have won. Yeah, I know you would have because you could <laughs> score. You could score on them easy. Yeah. It would have been the win with a two-point conversion. Oh, well. but I got to get off of that. Yeah, I get off of that. You got to think about <laughs> I'm this I'm sorry. You got to think one, about Northern Iowa. Big. Yep. Well, so, right, yeah, it's going to be a dueling quarterbacks, and this guy right here is going to be on the other end of that. There's the difference. Well, he's yeah. coming up next. Yep. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Harley Wade. Sophomore wide receiver Daniel Sopkowitz. He's going to stop by as part of our student athlete spotlight presented by the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from Remax Rising, as well as your country financial agent Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson. Stay with us. The Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light continues after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Back Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Something big is happening. Introducing High V Perks. Now, High V Fuel Saver is High V Perks. Get the same great benefits like fuel savings. Plus, save even more on hundreds of products store wide with High V Perks prices like Tide, H Perks price $9.97, and Bananas, H Perks price $0.39 cents a pound. Make the switch or sign up for High V Perks and start saving today. It's free and easy. Some restrictions apply. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. 
Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Dear football fans, at Toyota, we've assembled a hard-nosed championship team. Check out the RAV4's versatile ground game. Get behind the wheel of the Camry and see how this competitor gets its all to win. Or enjoy the Highlander, a big-bodied defender with plenty of room to carry your squad. Plus, all these vehicles come with available all-wheel drive so you can tackle any terrain. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Doubletree by Hilton Bloomington, the preferred hotel for Redbird Athletics. Call Doubletree for your next Hilton stay. 309-664-6446. Need space to hold a meeting or event? We are here for you. Doubletree by Hilton Bloomington. 309-664-6446. That's 309-664-6446. Where the little things mean everything. Welcome back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. It's now time for our Student Athletes Bud Light segment, brought to you by the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson Real Estate Team for Remax Rising, as well as your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson. And tonight, we welcome in sophomore wide receiver, number two, Daniel Sopkowitz. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. The leading receiver in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Conference best, 45 receptions on the year, averaging just a hair under 93 receiving yards per game and a league best, seven touchdown receptions. You had a pretty good year last year in your first foray, playing every day. It's even gotten better this year, hasn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the off-season work we were doing uh, in the indoor, especially not this one, obviously, but um, probably like 15 minutes away from here, we – we were here uh, every week just trying to get better and working on our craft. I want to talk about the off-season work because I think that's one of the things that really jumped out to me, at least during camp in the preseason, was kind of transformation. You had a great year last year as a freshman, receptions in every ball game, but it's really what you did, I thought, physically in the off-season. I mean, you're a different person right now. From a Physic, skin and yeah, bone standpoint, right, yeah. I mean, you've really put a lot of work into developing your physique and I, I think your speed as well. 
Yeah, for sure. I've, the two things I kind of focused on was uh, speed and just strength. So Stronger, faster, bigger, stronger, faster yeah. than you are than you were last year. That's that's what you got to do. Good job. Thank you. What yeah. about, what about I, you know, John, I don't want to interrupt you, but, uh, you know, mentioned you had a, your brother Max played here. Well, you also had an older brother, David, that played at Winona State. Yep. Tell us a little bit about him, and also you got two other siblings. Tell us about them as well. Yeah, so uh, David, he was really good in high school. Uh, I think he only played a year at Winona State. Oh, okay. Uh, but he got injured, so he kind of just backed off. But uh, then I have a twin brother oh, uh, who really? I played with in high school. And uh, he he wanted – I don't think he really wanted to play college ball as much as I did. And he kind of just, like, stopped working and, and doing all that. So, uh, but – and then that's Michael. And then Kevin, uh, he played a little bit in high school, but he just kind of did it for the fun of it, you know. Well, I, I read where uh, your brother Max was uh, the biggest contribution. Red was a favorable recommendation for his brother. We want to say thank you, Max. Yeah, for, for sure. But you got a twin brother. Let him come on out, man. Maybe he can play the other side. You, <laughs> you, you could be on the right. He could be on the left. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, was, he was a good player, too, in high school. He just... Could he be a receiver? Yeah, he, that's what he played. We were. Oh, bring him on in, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need one more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, John. It's funny, and coaches mentioned about the kind of success you've had and the fact that you started your career here implemented normal as a walk-on. It, it is a little bit odd this day and age. You go through, you lead the probably the best FCS conference and receptions, receiving touchdowns and yards per game, yet you were a walk-on. So I think the question does beg to be asked, what broke down in the recruiting process that you were so missed by all the other schools? Coming uh, out of Rolling Meadows High School, I should say, up in the western suburbs. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously I think the COVID season kind of screwed us up a little bit just because we had six games sure. in senior year. And, I mean, everyone was just eager to play and – we were, we were just happy to be out there at that point, and it was good to just at least play a couple games. I mean, but um, just maybe just not enough film, I guess. Well, you also had a, a pretty good career in basketball, didn't you, at Rolling? In high school, tell us a little bit about your basketball. I think that we were, you were all conference, I believe. Yeah, so I played, uh, I started from my sophomore year all the way till senior year, and um, I mean, we had. We had the number one player in the state. Wow. Um, we were really good our senior year. Uh, we ended up going 15-0, and 0, and obviously COVID kind of stopped us from going to the playoffs, wow. so we didn't actually go to the playoffs. Um, but well, you, and you talk about a good season. Your senior year in football, you were 12-0 and 0 and then lost to Nazareth in the playoffs, didn't you? And you end up 12-1, and 1 and that, Nazareth, I think, won the state, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Wow. You've had a pretty good career in high school, brother. Mm-hmm. Good yep. job. Thank you. Now, I, another thing we got to mention here is you had Saturday, you had 11 catches for 170 yards. That's got to be your career high, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. How, how did it, how did how did it feel during the game to be getting you? I mean, you were singled out, man. You, you he, Zach was going to you. You were it, and you yeah. were making some great catches. Yeah, it was definitely a fun game to be a part of. I mean, Zach was giving me really nice balls. I mean, I was just fortunate enough to make those plays, and I mean, it was a great game. I mean, going back and forth, offense and defense. I mean, it was just fun to be a part of. You, you had that great freshman year last year where you're almost Mr. Consistency, I think, for this receiving core. As you go into this year, 
you weren't going to sneak up on anybody. You were a bit more of a marked man. How different has that aspect been on a week-to-week basis? And I'm sure after 11 catches this past Saturday, it's only going to get worse coming this Saturday and beyond. But as far as what you've drawn defensively, how, how difficult and how big a change has that been to contend with this year? Yeah, it's been a huge change just because I feel like last year I've been kind of like I wasn't as comfortable just playing and just kind of having one year under my belt coming into this year just kind of made me feel so much more comfortable playing, especially with Zach, having another year with him, and it was great. And it's it's really beneficial, that stuff you do, you talk about all the hours you put in the offseason, especially when you're with Zach, because there is a bond that really is created between receiver and quarterback, isn't there, through all those hours of work? Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just the whole entire receiver group and all the quarterbacks, I mean, we all just have a, a really good bond just because we're always working together, always doing the same things. I mean, me and Zach's uh, connection has been a lot better just because, I mean, we've been hanging out a little bit outside of football sometimes. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. Well, you, and I, sh- I forgot to mention, John, that he also – Zach had four touchdowns, but three of them were to you. Didn't you have three touchdown passes? Yep. That's got to be a career high for you as well. And almost it? a fourth. Well, yeah, we thought we thought almost you had a, a fourth. fourth. Tell him about that, John. We thought we had a fourth. You had a fourth. What they what they end up telling you on the field? You made a catch, went down with contact. Seemed like you got stripped after you had landed mm-hmm. on the ground on the ball. Looked like you had possession, got stripped after the fact, but you didn't complete the catch. Is that pretty much the explanation? Yeah, I think if, if I just had it for a couple more seconds, maybe another second or so. I think they would have called it, but um, he stripped it out on you when you were on the ground, though, didn't he? Yeah, I think my elbow touched the ground, but maybe there was a little bit of a bobble or something. I can't remember, but well, let we'll, me catch we'll, his three touchdowns. Yeah, still we'll, forget, we'll, we'll forget that. One. Yeah, we'll forget that one. That was a heck of a day, man. It was. We just want to congratulate. It was a tremendous game. Thank you. Well, keep, keep it up Saturday. Daniel, thank you so much for stopping by tonight. Congrats so far on this year, and I know work to be done. Thank you. That's wide receiver Daniel Sopkowitz. He's been our guest at our Student Athlete Spotlight segment presented by Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson Real Estate Team from REMAX Rising as well as your country financial agent Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson. Coming up next, Redbird women's head basketball coach Kristen Gillespie, our special guest on the other side of this break as the Brock's Back Show continues from scooters right after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Back Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. 
This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Spack and his staff and players a successful football season. I encourage everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State athletics. Go, you Redbirds! When it comes time to plan your wedding, choose the unique Eastland Suites, providing unmatched service, fabulous catering, and beautiful ceremony space. The wedding coordinator made sure everything ran smoothly. The food was amazing, from the hors d'oeuvres to the carved prime rib. They even set up all our decorations, which really took the pressure off and made our wedding day stress-free. To begin planning your wedding today, call Haley DeFara at 662-0000 or request information at eastlandsuites.com. Mention this ad to receive free uplighting for your event. When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. When disaster strikes, call Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage to mold remediation. When you have a home disaster, give Paul Davis Restoration a call and help is on its way. Aw, shucks. The game's on TV, but I can't listen to the call of my favorite team broadcasters. Never fear. Sync My Game is here. Uh, Sync My Game? Yes, Sync My Game. If you have a DVR and streaming device, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. It's never been easier to hear the impassioned voices of your favorite radio crew synced with the TV. Wow, uh, thank you, Mr. Just remember, SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Lights. Got time to meet our special guest tonight, the reigning Missouri Valley Women's Basketball Coach of the Year, Kristen Gillespie. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. She needs no introduction. She needs no No, introduction. Everybody knows who she is. Not true. Three consecutive (laughs) postseason appearances will do that. You're the granddaughter. Of Gordy Gillespie. Come that on. I am. That, that's One of the greatest football coaches the state's ever produced. Correct. <laughs> I think so. I do, too. Best grandfather, too. So I got to say that. Baseball, too. I've said that before, but, yeah, yeah he's a baseball coach. I didn't realize he's that. He's the winningest of all time. I know. Until, until a year or two ago, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back national championships at Lewis. You yeah. probably you weren't even born when your grandpa was rolling, uh, and, and I, was a, I was a young kid. And uh, seeing them play in Rockford and coming over and say, hey, that's an instant loss. And, and, <laughs> and they, they were really, really good. It was, and then, then I got to recruit Mike Allstott. You yeah. know, and Mike, Mike was, your, your grandfather was gone, but Mike was a great player. Yes, he was. Now. And I had to try to, you know, talk people into taking him. And he, you're, 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 I remember your grandfather said, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. He's a really good player. I said, I agree. But uh, he was, I got to learn a lot about, because Coach Stone was in charge then, but uh yeah, but your grandfather was quite, quite the coach. We got, but we got to talk about her. It's basketball. Yeah, let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about basketball. Yeah, how about her career? She's kind of rolling right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, year number seven. Jeez, oh, jeez, Louise, goodness gracious. <laughs> we need all seven the help we can season get. at the helm, <laughs> six consecutive winning seasons, regular season Valley title a year ago, first time since 2010, three consecutive postseason appearances. 
pretty good. Not bad. But yeah, no, not, it's not bad. Very, very no, there's, there's still a lot of room to improve. You know, that's as coach will tell you, it's always, you know, I just my greatest hope for this year's team is we reach our potential. I know we talked earlier today at, at the tip off luncheon. You know, how do you how do you match last year's success? And, and I don't know what it's going to look like in March, but if I like our team, I like our team a lot. And I just if we're if we're doing our job as a staff and, and our players are buying in and if we reach our potential, then I think that kind of take care, you know, takes it care of itself. But still early, you know, and we got a lot of new faces and they're giving me a lot of gray hairs right now. So I, I don't know if I can, you know, answer that question of, of what's what's going to look like in March right now. You, nobody ever can yes. this early, mm. but it all starts yeah, on youth. Sunday. <laughs> youth. You yeah, start, you know, the exhibition it, game on Sunday against Illinois Wesleyan. Excuse me, coach. Ahead, no the, one, the one thing I meant, wanted to mention is. Obviously, a lot has been made of this doubleheader mm-hmm. against Illinois Wesleyan for the first time ever, and there's a lot of fan frenzy about it for the mm-hmm. most part. There's going to be a good crowd, but all of this really started with you scheduling Illinois Wesleyan for an exhibition game, and then the ball just kind of got rolling, didn't it? Yeah, one of our former staff members on my staff is uh, Brian Ayersman, whose mom played at Illinois State, and he was my first GA he took the assistant job a couple of years ago. So myself and Scott Gillespie, my, uh, my associate head coach, we've been talking to Brian a ton, and we're like, okay, let's do it this year. And then all of a sudden we figured out the men were playing, and then it turned into it's just going to be a great community event. Anytime that you have four-storied programs in, in one community, uh, I think it's just a win-win. Should be a really neat, neat effort. And then you got about eight days off, and then it starts for, for keeps. On the road in Omaha, and another – as we talked about earlier today, another really challenging non-conference slate. Yeah, it's definitely, we're going to be tested early. And, you know, we have seven, seven of our 14 have never put a jersey on uh, for the Redbirds. So it, it will be baptism by fire. I mean, we have Marquette at home. We're at Green Bay. We have SLU at home. Those are all uh, NCAA tournament teams. We're, we're at NC State, which is a top 25 opponent. So, you know, come come talk to me in about two months. We'll see if I was excited about that schedule or not. Then you got the Valley. Oh, yeah. It, but I, that's why we play that, you know, not only to, to prepare us for, for our league, but just to hope that we uh, our net ranking, you know, come March is high enough that we're involved in some of those postseason conversations. Regular season championship a year ago. Mm-hmm. First time that's really happened in over a decade at the very least. What did you learn from that club going into this year? You know, it was, it was the first time that we ever, uh, in six years that I've been here, had the target on our back. You know, I, I, I love being the underdog. I don't know about you, Coach. There's so many more things you can talk and you can manipulate. I You're, love being an underdog. Exactly. You know, you can play with that chip on your I shoulder. Do. I really had to come up with some creative uh, speeches before games because it, I, all my ones that I would just pull out, I could, you know, we were the hunted now, you know. And, and That's that, not much fun. It isn't, you know, but <laughs> but I'll take it. You know, I, it, yeah. it beats the, you know, being on the bottom, I guess. Yeah. You know, I like that little middle of the pack. But of just, I think, our program to, to learn how to deal with those expectations and how every game matters. And it's something that we had struggled with just in the evolution of our program, but just taking every game so serious because the game, you know, December 30th has the same amount of weight as the last conference game, and hopefully we took a, a big step forward with that. Coach, I don't, I don't know if, if, if the fans really understand this, but you would being, being a head coach, and we all go through this, is, is when, we, when we start a season, I don't know, if, I'm sure you do this, 
is that, you know, every team has a different success, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what means success for this team, for you, will probably be a lot different than last year's yes. team, I would, I would assume. And, and folks don't get that. They see your record well. You, had, you didn't have quite as many wins, but for us, that, that was a huge, huge season for us. And I don't think, I don't think they, they understand how we think as head coaches. Yeah, that's a great point. Like last year, we only had, you know, really two new players, and one was Paige Robinson, who was a grad transfer, who ended up, you know, being drafted in the WNBA. That was, she's played a lot of high-level basketball. This year we have seven new new players. So how quickly can we get them on board and, and get acclimated? So it may look a little different early on, but you know it just that's why I said if, if this team can reach its potential, I, I think that will be a win, and I love what you know that's going to bring. It might not be in wins and losses. Typically, is always going to be the case. I mean, there's always going to be that ebb and flow, especially when you got a young team. But the one thing that I know you pride yourself on with the program is just a really high caliber of student athlete mm -hmm. who's a great representative of not only this university but the athletic department in your program yeah we have 14 of them and that's you know uh, i was just saying this young man man listen to him talk what phenomenal coach and and hopefully you know our women are kind of following well, this. your ladies are very well, very nice but i think that's that that's what it's all about and that's why i think you know, to get people out to our games, there there are 14 young women that are great ambassadors and, and play the game the right way, great student-athletes, and just great role models for the youth of our community. And they're entertaining as all heck over the last couple of years. Well, yeah, they've been pretty good. You know, they, they've made me look good, so. Hey, I got a that question. That good. Can yeah. I ask a question? Uh, this is coaching. Hey, we this might is your show. I don't get to see you very often, so I'm going to ask you a coaching question okay. up here. It, you know, when you coach – Anything that's played with a ball, mm -hmm. and we all know the person that delivers the ball is really, really important. And for us, it's the quarterback. For you, it's the point guard. Mm -hmm. And how is that person tr trained, and who, coach who coaches her for you? Do you have an assistant that handles mm -hmm. that, or, or are you, are you, do, you co you, 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 do you coach the point guard yourself? And just explain to everybody how important it is for the person that delivers that ball and puts the ball in play how important that is for them to run your offense. You're exactly right. We always say that, that they're our quarterback. Right. You know, they're the extension of you on the floor. And uh, I, I was a point guard uh, many years ago. And uh, my cousin, who's our associate head coach, Scott Gillespie, he was a point guard. So Scott does a great job with the skill development piece. I'm more of just talking with Maya and Molly of just like that mental piece of what it's going to take, what, what my expectations are you know, from that position, how we need to be able to communicate with sometimes not even saying words of just, you know, some eye contact or body language. So it's kind of a group effort uh, between Scott and I. But luckily we have a fifth-year point guard, Maya Wong, uh, returning. And then we have a heck of a player, a freshman, that I think our fans are going to absolutely fall in love with, Molly Lenz out of Minnesota. She's a tough kid. I was uh, – I got a story to tell you about – boring these people, but basketball story. No. I hope, hope you're not bored. These are all fo football <laughs> people. But um, – we won a na women's national championship when I was at Purdue, okay? Yes, you did. And we had two point guards mm -hmm. uh, in Yukari Figs and Stephanie, Stephanie White. White. Okay. And Bruce, Bruce Weber was uh, a neighbor of mine. He lived down the street. And we talked about, you know, what they're going to win. He, he predicted they're going to win a national championship because how good the guard play was and how important that is at the college level. And I thought, thought well, you know, that's why I asked that question. Yeah. But it's really important, isn't it? I mean, it, the guard play has got – the people who hand the ball 
You can't turnovers. You're like us. You can't turn the ball over. You can't give your opponent extra, extra possessions. And you got to put the ball in, in play and give people a chance to score. Your score is a chance to score. And I think everything runs through. The, when you have two guards, it, it, it'd be two point guard types. Yep. That's got to be a big advantage, isn't it? Yeah, we always say guards win in March. You know, and that's the, right. the the teams with the best guards usually win. You know, championships and make deep runs in the NCAA tournament and. You know, I like our group of guards. We're a little young with some of them, but dang, they, they are awfully talented. And, you know, whether they reach their potential this year, but the future is really bright for us. How many kids will you will you recruit guard-wise, a point guard-wise in, in your program? Do uh, you have like two or three? Yes, or will you, yes we have. We, we have, have a girl that can play two and one. Yep, next year. I mean, we'll have four next year that can play the one or the two. We're, we're, we're getting like, you see, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah no, I got, feel like I'm on the, like, that. That, like, means, that means we got to stop yeah, I talking. Know. I was having fun. <laughs> I know, me too. I, all right, well, it's great having you. Everybody come watch the, our, our women and men play basketball Sunday, huh? Sunday yeah. at 1 o'clock. After we Illinois play. Wesleyan. Kristen, thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you so much. Kristen Gillespie, head women's basketball yeah. coach at Illinois State. We'll be back. Our final segment of the Brock's Back Show after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with, like, basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, New customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. This is Shannon Smith and Tom Little City Peterson, your local real estate experts from Remax Rising. We are proud supporters of Illinois State University Athletics. As lifelong Redbird fans, it's our privilege to present the Student Athlete Spotlight segment of the Coaches Show. We wish the Redbirds and Coach Spack a successful football season. Let's all spread the red and support Illinois State University Athletics. Go, you Redbirds! 
Which schools will take home the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup for the 2023-24 college athletic season? You can follow the standings of your favorite school or alma mater at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. That's thedirectorscup.com and L Directors Cup on Twitter. Trophies will be awarded in June 2024 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Back here one final time at Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. Time for our final question of the night. Emma Detot. We got Emma. Back at the saddle. Oh, boy. Thanks for having me back. Congratulations. I heard you have a new grandson. I have a new grandson. Yeah, Emma and I had a grandson. Johnny Barrett Mays. We call him Johnny Bear. That's a cute name. Yeah. How much did he weigh? He weighed 9'11". That's a big baby coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big boy. Yeah. 22.75 in length. Okay. Might be a hooper. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. So you guys are have a big game this weekend against the Panthers. Correct. So if you had to put John in for sorry. If you had to put John in to score the winning touchdown for the birds, what position would you have him play? Oh Johnny's gonna be a tight end. Tight end? Yeah. And why is that? Um his mom loves tight ends for some reason. I don't know why, because I guess they're very they have to do both. Run, block and and catch, uh, so I I I told Alicia she finally had her tight end, and he, and he looks like a tight end. He's a big dude, long. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a simple question. Thank you so much. That's a great question, and thanks for acknowledging my grandson. Appreciate you. Thank you, Emma. Yeah. That'll do it for our show tonight. We'll be back here next Thursday night, 6 p.m. for another edition of the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. Special thanks. Sophomore wide receiver Daniel Sopkowitz and head women's basketball coach Kristen Gillespie for stopping by tonight. For Redbird head coach Brock Spack, Ted Schmitz, our on-site engineer Greg Holbleib and Jake Fogel back at our WJBC Network studios. This is John Fitzgerald. Thanks to everyone here at Scooters. We'll talk to you on Saturday at 11 a.m. as the Birds take on the UNI Panthers at Hancock Stadium. This has been the Brock Spack Show on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield, live from Schooners, this has been the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.